to talk all about Walgreens Boots Alliance. The company came out with its quarterly numbers and here to break it down having with me right now is Brian Tanquillot, healthcare services equity analyst over at Jefferies and Ed Butowski, managing partner, Chapwood Investments. Thank you both gentlemen for being with me. So Walgreens, uh, we look at the stock and reported better than expected quarterly numbers. Of course, this comes from the COVID vaccines. They did incredibly well. D digital sales surged 88%, uh, millions of same day pickup orders, online sales. So it seemed like a very good picture. So Brian, I'll start with you. Tell me your thoughts on what's going on here and where you consider Walgreens a buy at what point? Sure, Nicole. Thank you for having me today. No, so I think that, you know, as you said, I think Walgreens net net, they had a pretty good quarter. You know, it's nice to see same store growth and both in the pharmacy level and also in the front end of the store. Now, I think the stock reaction you're seeing today is basically investors saying, okay, a big chunk of the move or, or the improvement during the quarter came from COVID, right? Whether it's vaccinations, uh, you know, which accounted for uh, the bulk of the growth in the pharmacy side, or uh, at-home testing, uh, which accounted for about 30% of the growth on the retail front side, right? So um, the fear is that some of these tailwinds that we saw during the quarter would fade, especially as the government starts contemplating, you know, the Biden administration's plan is to uh, offer up 500 million at-home uh, COVID testing kits, right? So these are some of the fears that I think are weighing on the stock today. And then labor um, was an issue or was a concern that also popped up with inflation. Uh, and the company investing more to give um, raises to their employees. Yeah, so I'm sorry, did you have a rating on it just so that I make sure I cover my yeah, sorry. Yeah, so we, uh, we have a hold rating on the stock right now. And you know, frankly, my hold rating is, is driven by um, the fact that you know, they're rolling out a new strategy here at Walgreens, right? So they laid out a plan to increase their presence in healthcare. And so we're taking a wait and see attitude in that, because I also think that mm -hmm. we want to see what performance and the growth would look like past COVID, right? I mean, it's, it's obviously benefiting from testing and from, from the vaccine. So I think a normalization is probably what we would want to see first before we get more right. aggressive with the rating. Yeah, as they're doing that restructuring. Uh, yeah. So, Ed, what do you think here? Because when we look at Walgreens, um, it ranks number two. When you look at IBD's retail drugstores, CVS being number one, um, Walgreens number two, and Rite Aid would be in that third spot. When they look at these, you know, in the earnings per share ratings and I guess future growth, all these things that they would put into it. What are your thoughts on a name like Walgreens? Ed, would you touch this? Is this something you'd have an interest in? Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I love this stock. I love this company. I love what they've done. Their dividend, they're paying almost a 4% dividend. They have a PE of around 13. And you have a market that has a price earnings multiple of 21 to 22. So it's way below the uh, overall market. And, you know, there's a lot of things here, but one of them is the stickiness of people who have gone there for the COVID testing, for the rapid testing or uh, just the, the testing in the store. And there's a lot of people who've gone in who've never been in a Walgreens before who are looking around saying, oh my goodness, look at all this stuff. So there's gonna be a really positive residual stickiness 
to people going in there and then buying, you know, groceries, you know, maybe not produce, but other things. And and I think that that's going to continue. So I think that now when people go to the store, this is sort of like a 7-Eleven on steroids now um, because you have the convenience, but you have so much more than just a convenience store and you can get your drugs there. And I think it's a win-win across the board. Uh, I think 2022 is going to be a really great year. Uh, not only for uh, Walgreens, but also for CVS and uh, Rite Aid. Right. And, you know, Ed, to your point with this restructuring, I mean, Walgreens is also Dwayne Reed here in New York City, and there's pretty much one every block. And I do a lot of my grocery shopping in Dwayne Reed. I mean, it just really it's the truth. And that's what happens because you go in there and you buy food and you buy your necessities, your paper towels and you get your Zyrtec. You get a little bit of everything in there. Um, Ed, do you like this this new restructuring with healthcare services? In fact, uh, Brewer of the company, the CEO, is saying we're looking at rapid cadence of adding a new health corner every week on average in 2022. They're going to push that. Ed, your thoughts? Yeah, and, and that's very, very profitable for the company as well. I'm surprised they haven't done it before. So, you know, I think that's a, a really brilliant move. I Again, everything that they're doing, I like. And everything they're doing is mm -hmm. growth-oriented. It's not, you know, we, uh, you know the gentleman uh, who just spoke, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot Brian. the name. Ryan, Brian. sorry. Yeah. Brian, um, he spoke about the inflationary pressures from uh, hiring people. And that is something that's a minimal add-on price that they're going to have to pay because they have to pay up because there is a competition for pharmaceutical uh, technicians and they're going to have to pay up for that, but they're going to be able to make up for it by just passing that cost mm -hmm. along to the end user. Yeah. So their cost structure is very solid and I love everything that they're doing. Yeah. And Brian, um, to Ed's point, you know, he loves what it's doing. You also, you said you have a hold. I'd like to know, because the company raised the numbers going forward, right? So in the big picture, is it Walgreens that has a hold? Is it the whole group? Other names that we should be watching when you expand it out, not just to Walgreens, but healthcare overall. You did have Rosalind Brewer, who I said uh, was the CEO. Our testing and vaccinations are the tailwinds of our business. They're increasing their full year adjusted earnings per share. Um, your thoughts on the growth picture? Yeah, so I think you you mentioned Nicole that you know in the IBD list um, this is number two. So you know I think that CVS is far more advanced in terms of their healthcare strategy, and so I like CVS more than Walgreens in that regard. I think that mm. their push healthcare is more developed at this point. Um, you know they have built the clinic strategy and they've built a lot of assets around. The, the bigger push into healthcare. So Walgreens is trailing in that regard. Um, and I think some of this too is the fact that Walgreens has been dealing with pricing pressure from the insurance companies. And so this is a move, you know, this push into healthcare is a move that would help them you know, to, to Ed's point, stickiness is important here. And so, um, you know, it, it's a way to strengthen your, your link with the consumer and with the patient so that you can eventually push back to the insurance companies. But where we stand today, you know, they are still seeing some margin pressure because of the pricing um, headwinds that they're getting from from the uh, or, or pricing headwinds from the insurance folks. So net net look, I mean, I think that once we get out of COVID, um, there obviously are demographic trends that are very positive for healthcare. Right. And we have an aging population here in the U.S. Obviously, the older you are, the more healthcare you use. So I think we will see some acceleration um, in in healthcare as a whole. But I think we need to pick the pockets of healthcare where we invest. Um, I think that there's a lot of movement happening right now towards you know, alternate care settings such as clinics in Walgreens or CVS locations, yeah. 
home health is a big thing right now. Um, I think people want or realize during COVID that we can get a lot of care in the home setting and not in traditional hospitals uh, or clinic settings for that matter. So I think that it, it'll be fun yeah. to watch, um, but there currently will be a lot of growth. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to watch without a doubt. Names like United Health and Humana are under pressure today, to your point. Um, that's another segment for another day. It's time for us to wrap it up. But Ed, I'll give you a few seconds to give me your final thoughts. I, I just love the idea of being able to park, walk in very easy. It's not crowded usually, and you get what you need, and then you're out of there versus going to a big grocery store or going to a small convenience store. I think it's perfectly, you know, the inventory is exactly what I need for my life. I go yeah. there all the time. I actually, I really do, just like you do, Nicole. Um, yeah, absolutely. Except I don't get to park. When I used to be living in Long Island, I got to park. Now I have to walk everywhere. And they don't have red wine vinegar, so you know. Don't go there for red wine vinegar. But they have pretty much everything else. Good to see you both, gentlemen. Very nice. I really appreciate it. Happy New Year to you both. Thank you Happy for being with you, us. Nicole. And that's Brian Tanquilla of Jeffries and Ed Butowski. Uh, thank you both of Jeff Chapwood Investments.